Death Star. That thing's operational. Dr. Banner. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 35 of The Usual Podcast, the podcast where we discuss Star Wars The Old Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall, and with me is a very confused-looking Will. Say hello, buddy. I'm not confused. You're the one that just can't understand me. You just don't get me, Marshall. Okay. On that note, we are just sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverages. What do you have, dude? I am drinking a Stella Artois. Mm. Sounds elegant. It is, but I do have a German wheat beer in reserve if I finish this one. Mm. That one's unpronounceable. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at it, and as an English major, an English teacher, I looked at it and said, well, that's not a word I can say. You just have to pretend to know what you're saying and sound really angry while you're doing it. Indeed. Francis is the song! Okay. I am drinking North Coast Brew. Remember last week, I told that whole story, right? So this this week I got it, and it's North Coast's uh, Stellar IPA. And it's supporting marine mammal research. Nice. And there are the sea life on the front. I don't know what they are. Otters? Uh, they look like sea lions. Let's go with sea lions. There are sea lions on the front. And it's my local brewery. And it's a great brewery. They do some good stuff. Um, Brother Thelonious, I've featured on here before. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorites from them. But anyway, um, so I'm back to back home with this brew. Come with a local. Indeed. Some local brew. Mm-hmm. So before we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com, email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com, and find us on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, and Sotor Network. I'm at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will is at IMO Griggs. Uh, you know, we're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, all those places. Rate us. Right? I mean, it's important. Love us. I mean, look, if we get ratings, we go up on the charts, and I'll add something to that later. There's a little story. Ooh. And we're nowhere near this other podcast, but... I think it's important that we get more likes and rating ratings. No, we need more five-star ratings or just ratings in general. Ratings in general. Yeah. We have not gotten any more. I predicted we would and we haven't. I have, I have a good feeling about next week, though. All right. We have the timestamps in the show notes for non-Sortor fans. Uh, so give us feedback. Let us know. Uh, look, we're going to change some stuff. We are. We're... And we're not going to get into it quite yet. Right? Right. Right. Well, so, well. Not now, but we'll do it after all the intros. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna get, we're gonna change some stuff in the show, but if there's something that we do, um, something you don't like, something you want us to do, suggestions for segments, uh, shows you want us to watch, I mean, interact with us. I mean, that's no. Look, we're not doing anything else. No, not right now. <laughs> look, when, right now, like if you sent me an email, I'd read it and I'd send it back to you. Yes. So, so we're good. I might, there might be some spelling errors because my second beer of the night. Well, look, I mean, this is like my fourth, so. Well, I'm a lightweight compared to you. Indeed. All right. So, but seriously, let us know and we'll talk back and say things and suggest things and make the show better. That's what's important. Yep. So speaking of making the show better, a, sh- a buck or two an episode. Nice. Right? Nice, nice segue. Segue, right? Uh, so patreon.com slash usual podcast. Um, look, we're not going to do a drawing this week for our patrons. And the main reason being is we're, we would like to see how the new format goes for a couple episodes and possibly maybe get a couple more patrons mm-hmm. in the mix. I think that's a good call. So I think right now, and current patrons don't get mad, we want to see how it goes, but I think we're shooting for just, we're going to do another drawing episode 40. Yeah, we're just pushing it back five episodes uh, to see what everyone thinks of our new expanded format. Yeah, and I think it'll be good. 
Yes. So let us know what you think. And either way, we're going to push our drawing back a little bit. Um, we may, I don't know, if we get frisky towards the end, if this beer kicks in, I might, I have a couple of packs sitting around. I might do Ooh. just a mini drawing. Maybe frisky. A, maybe a mini drawing. A mini drawing. Does yeah. that mean a drawing for a mini? Uh, no, we don't have a car. But I'm thinking like two packs. Nice. So there we go. All right, so help us out a little bit on Patreon, and of course, you can always uh, go the Uber package, which is ten bucks an episode for four weeks. Pippi's long stockings, get some socks and beer and stuff. Yep, someone do it. Be that guy. We want you to be. Uh, AudibleTrial.com/slash/usualpodcast. I don't really have many suggestions for this week, and I'm behind on everything. But I'm catching up on podcasts. Next is to catch up on audiobooks. So I have been hearing though in the community that the young adult star Wars novels released um, mm-hmm. recently are very good. So, cool. and I know they're on audible because I have them in my wish list. So check those out. That's my suggestion for the week. That is a good suggestion. I don't actually have a suggestion this week because I have been spending literally all my time. Literally, literally, not even figure. Not even no, no. Well, yeah, figuratively, figuratively, but literally right. All my time catching up on the Arrowverse. Mm. Oh, we'll get more to that later. Yes, we will. All right. So, uh, that's all we have pre-show stuff. Let's just, let's just get, let's go. Don't look at me like that. You want to fight? I'm ready. You do not have to stand against me. Instead, I will share all of this with you. If you will only kneel. Star Wars. Let's get to the Star Wars The Old Republic section. Shall we? We shall. All right. We have not a lot of news. No, because the where we were literally, literally, literally less than a week away from the early uh, release for figuratively? figuratively. No, literally, we have six days. Literally, so literally six days uh, until Fallen Empire and early release, early release, and we had. We're going to spend a good chunk of time in the community section this week mm-hmm. because a lot has been going on. We've been participating in a lot of things. And then we have a couple of news items, and then we're just going to jump out of this. Yeah. We predicted this last week. We've had, the last two weeks have been at least one hour of SWOTOR. Yeah, no, I'm guessing, I'm, I'm <laughs> okay, right now, as our re- we are recording it at oh. 7.43 p.m., oh, I'm okay. calling it mm-hmm. under 20 minutes. All right, we'll take that bet. It's going to be 23 minutes. Ooh, you're going precise. Boom. All right, so. You can't make pauses. <laughs> Just messing with you. <laughs> Alright, so let's start with the big one. Uh, we hosted the Galactic Gamers Coalition. We did. We the had weekend. the honor of being invited to host the episode 10 of the Galactic Gamers Coalition. And it was super fun. It was a lot of fun because it's really cool when you get all the different podcasters to come in. And, you know, it's it's different when you're... I mean, you and I, we podcast. We have this vibe when we already have a... We're vibing. We're vibing, right? But, you know, it's kind of cool when you bring in, you know, Tio and... Paige and Seema. So let's list them off and give them their due. So we had Tio from the Utini cast. Yes. We had Paige from Beyond the Stars podcast. We had Seema from the Sotor Escape podcast. Yes. We had Chuck from the Bad Feeling podcast and his dulcet tones, which was amazing. (laughs) And we also had... And his wondrous beard on video. Oh my God, that guy's beard. Oh, okay. Let's let's move on. We had other people on the show too. Um, You, me. Jesse. And Jesse from the Passionately Casual podcast. And it was a great time. And honestly, um, it was, it was interesting editing it, editing it all together, I gotta say. And I knew it was gonna be a lot because I had the, you know, seven tracks to deal with or whatever. But, um, it was, it was interesting. I, I feel like, you know, I'm kind of a, I, I don't like when audio issues are out of my control. 
I guess I should say. And so I just, I hope that you enjoyed it and definitely check it out. We have a link in the show notes and you know, there were some audio issues at some point. My kids were taking a shower and you could hear it in my track and it was killing me. And I'm like, I can't get rid of it. I'm literally talking right now. So there was nothing I could do about it, but um, it is what it is. And that's the nature of the beast when it comes to podcasting, but it was a whole, whole lot of fun. Um, we talked about Chuck, who was actually in a professional studio. Well, I mean, he's the only professional among us. Good point. Uh, and so, but we had a good time. Any highlights from it? Um, we talked about all the Fallen Empire stuff. And yeah, we did. We we just you know I just loved the interaction of you know content. We all had covered it on all of our individual casts, but it's kind of cool just to have you know going the back and forth. Exactly. Uh, so definitely check that out. Uh, we called it Fallen Empire Feels because towards the end we all said how we felt. That's <laughs> so yeah. See what I did there? Yeah. Explain it doesn't help. Okay. So (laughs) what I decided to do too on our website, I'm trying to revitalize our website a little bit. I'm moving some stuff around. Um, I'm actually in the process of of changing some of the pages and stuff like that. So what I decided to do was whenever we guest on the show, do like a little mini blog about the show, give the information and just basically give the links and stuff to where we were at. The cool part about this is that I actually went back through and backlogged all of the appearances oh, you cool. and I have had in the past. Right. And so if you want to see, <laughs> I mean, why would you? But if you actually want to see where Will and I have hung out in the past, um, I've been on Beyond the Stars. We both, I've been on It's a Trap a couple times. Yep. We've both been on It's a Trap recently, which we'll talk, which we'll talk about. Yeah. We talked about last week. Mm-hmm. Well, we mentioned that we we're going to. Oh, yeah. We're this talking week, about this we, week. Yeah, we, we, uh, were on It's a Trap to discuss the first six issues of the right. Star Wars comics. Right. We'll get to that in the next, in this Star Wars series. Okay. Yeah. Cause I'm, yeah. Spilled that. But anyway, the cool part about it is like, if you actually wanted to see when I was on Utini Cast a year ago, I put the link in there. So it was kind of fun. Nice. Anyway, speaking of Utini Cast, man, I'm a segue master. Uh, so New York Comic Con happened over the weekend. It did. And there's a few podcasts I want to highlight, uh, that gave great coverage. One was Utini Cast yep. and their episode 229. Chill, uh, was at the cantina. Um, you know, he talked to Michael Backus. Um, there wasn't really anything new that kind of came out of the cantina that I could pull out. Um, a couple things, you know, there was going to be some new strongholds ev- eventually. The one thing that I kind of took away from, from the Utini cast, from what Chill reported, was that most of the quality of life changes we're seeing right now in Sotor came from these cantinas. Yeah, I mean, everything that we're, that we're seeing is stuff that everyone had asked for either at a cantina or on a podcast or in a forum blog post or something. Right, and, and it's kind of cool going to as many cantinas as I've been to, hearing those questions and being like, oh my god, it's the same question. Oh, in 4.0 they're doing it. How yeah. cool. So that's kind of neat. So definitely check out Utini Cast coverage on that. I listened to Old Republic Radio today, which I listen to every week, but um, their episode 129, uh, Ufalong and um, Nephthim were actually there. Cool. And it was, <laughs> I think there was a lot more drinking in, in, involved than they, I guess apparently the bar was open. Oh, wow. This is at the Hard Rock in Times Square. Wow. So, from, so I mean, their coverage is really cool because they kind of talk about what happened there, but also, you know, their interactions and their experiences. And like I said, going to cantinas and stuff is always really fun. And so hearing other people's experiences is fun. They met up with Chill, Gaddick Teague uh, from the Undamed Sotor podcast, which we'll talk about in a second, um, and some other folks. And, of course, there was the 
costume contest, the cosplay, the cosplay contest, contest, which I did not check out. I don't think, <clears throat> no. I don't know if you did either. No, they had a live stream on it, but I didn't get a chance to watch it. From what I hear from these guys, the live stream failed a couple times, yeah. um, but they got it done and, you know, um, and it went really cool. But, you know, the, the Q&A section was only like five, six, seven questions or something like that. So it was pretty short. Um, really, it was more about sitting around and talking to the devs, which... Which is very much what we did in San Diego. Exactly. And on that note, uh, Gaddock Teague, uh, I'll put a link to his podcast in the show notes as well. Um, he hasn't, he hasn't put a podcast out in over a year, but maybe less than a year. It doesn't matter. But he was there and he asked a lot of questions and his podcast I haven't had a chance to listen to yet. Definitely check his out. Uh, he, I know from what Old Republic Radio said about his podcast is that he asked a lot of really good questions and definitely worth checking out. Cool. So, I mean, honestly, <clears throat> we're not getting anything new, but we are getting some cool stuff one-on-one with the devs. Right. So that's fun. Uh, more community stuff. Let's talk about the Extra Life charity event. I'm getting excited. I like doing, I like hearing about this every year. I mean, it's basically just the, the adult geek equivalent of a, Turkey Trotter fun run when you're right. in elementary school, but which is totally fun, except for we can drink and play games. Right. And I don't know what we're going to do this year. I'm not even going to be here that day. I'm not going to be here that whole weekend, like from Friday to Sunday. It's about time I told you, okay. dude, this is 16 years in the coming, but All I right. hate you so much. Well, eh. if anybody's ever listened to our show, you only say that once or twice an episode, so we're good. <laughs> uh, so Extra Life charity event, I would really like to figure out an alternative. The problem with this is... The weekend before that is Halloween, mm-hmm. um, and I feel weird doing it the weekend after. So, Jesse, I, I put a link in the show notes to Wookie Mistake and um, Unholy Alliance. Unholy Alliance. Uh, they're obviously doing a big thing, prizes and all right. kinds of stuff on the day. But I would really like to hear from some from some fellow loggers or guildmates that want to try to f- work out an alternative, um, you know, maybe the weekend before, maybe that Sunday, maybe we could do, you know, a chunk of time that Sunday uh, before that, and then, you know, work out some time after. Well, you know, I honestly personally don't have an issue with uh, with it because, you know, I actually care about the kids. Okay, wow. And so I will be there okay. on the day. Well, that's great. <laughs> so Will's got, cares about kids, so that's great. Um, look, if my brother-in-law wasn't getting married, I'd be there. Oh, okay. So yeah. I have to fly to San Diego. I look, I don't. Want to go to San Diego again? It's not Comic Con. No, it's not Comic Con. I'm just kidding. It's, I, not, it's look, not July. I'm supporting my brother-in-law. He's getting married, but it's all fun and and great. But I can't be there for this. So if anybody has any cool ideas, I'm open to them. Definitely hit me up on Twitter or email us. And I'm thinking maybe the Sunday before that we can go um, for a chunk, and then maybe another day before that. Sounds so good to me. Let's let's go for that. But definitely check out the link. Maybe we can do a walk run outside of that time. It'll be fun. Right. And, uh, let's see, let's see. We're going to have some stuff on the website too. Uh, I'm going to put up, uh, Jesse sent me some cool stuff. So I'll put that up on the website. Yeah. Jesse's really spearheading the effort with this extra life. Um, so, it, so basically everything that we're going to be talking about that we will talk about at all, we'll just reference what she's doing because she's doing such a great job. Exactly. She's all right. She's all right. I mean, it's not get carried away. <laughs> anyway, uh, we can game. We can game. What'd you do, man? Um, while well, we took part in the, uh, the wog run last mm-hmm. Friday night, we did, well, we attempted Terror from Beyond. Um, we did pretty well, though. We did. We got to the final boss and we lost four times. Well, considering <laughs> there was a, okay, go ahead. <laughs> uh, but no, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed myself. Um, 
I finally got a hang of the mechanics at the end. And so the last attempt, I was actually the last person standing um, for a good three or four minutes after everyone else had died. And I, I felt I like I actually did my did my thing, which isn't bad for a sniper. No. Being the only person taking damage, is, as soon as finally everybody was it was all coming at me, I was like, yeah, this isn't going to help much. <laughs> I'll throw up my little uh, my my green dome and we'll see what happens. And look, this is, we did okay. It was we ended up doing sixteen man, um, and it was story mode. But you know, I somehow had to main tank it, and I was fine for the most part until the last boss was a little iffy. But, but we also had a first time off off tanker, right? And that's totally fine, and that's what Wog's about. And we got through it okay. The main issue, really, in the beginning, couple was of trolls, we had some in. In office, inner office trolls. Yeah, there people we know and love that were trolling the group a little bit. Love it. Um, running into mobs and pulling mobs and not waiting for explanations and stuff like that. And they, you know who you are. You know who you are. Um, but it was still fun. We got the last boss. We're gonna tackle it again. We're gonna try to finish it. Yeah, this we're weekend. definitely gonna attempt it. Maybe we can finish it up before our next walk run. But yeah, I think um, I think Friday we might just start off with that and try to bust it out and yeah. then see what else we can do. So, but it was fun and I'm enjoying what we're doing. But you know, sometimes look, this is our first fail. Yeah, well, plus we it's didn't not even have, a fail. Yeah, plus I mean, I mean, the JT did, did a great job leading the group, but we didn't have Mox who usually leads us. Right, and, right. And so we were missing. Not only were we having some newbie, not noobs, but people doing roles that they haven't traditionally done. But we also didn't have the standard leaders that we usually follow. Right. And, you know. Alcohol. <laughs> yeah. We, some of us are drinking. <laughs> Which I think is important. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Anyway, but it was fun. And that was pretty much my week, except you're going to be proud of me. When I tell you what else I did this week. Oh, my God, dude. What did you do? Oh, okay. really quick. The only other thing I did is, uh, as I said, the last couple of weeks, I've been trying to finish off the core quests for... Yeah. All the major lines going up through Zyos. Well, I finished Inquisitor, and I'm about halfway through Warrior now. Good for you. Still don't know why, but let me tell you what I did. Don't shake your head. You're going to be very excited. I spent an entire night going through every single one of my tunes and clearing out their cargo holds. Wow. And their inventories, and I redid my legacy hold. Oh, my God, dude. It was... An OCD's dream, dude. Does it look pretty? Oh, so nice. I finally, last night, finished my uh, my main. My main was a cluster. I had stuff in two or three of my holds that I've had since the beginning of the game. And so I went through, and it was hard to delete some of it, but I deleted it. I moved some stuff around. Sold I, lost I, some stuff. Yeah, I, I sold some <clears throat> things. And I also just kept some stuff aside just in case... Because it was really a cool look or something old. Right. You know, and um, that was fun. I mean, I like doing stuff like that. I just... When I get into the game now, I'm trying to accomplish something, so I don't have time to sit around and do that. See, I spent a lot of time doing what you did that night, so right. I, that's the sort of stuff that I enjoy. Right. Um, I don't not enjoy. I'm preparing. It. I just, for, I'm you know, preparing for ultimately the, the day when they finally have stackable storage. Well, look, we can get back into that, but then we'll be over our 20 minutes. Good point. <laughs> All right, so let's get into some news, dude. So, a couple quick things. There was an an addition to the uh, crafting changes that came out pretty much after we recorded last time. Um, so there's going to be two, so people were asking a lot of questions and, um, some of the in-game, and we talked about in-game crafting. Yes. Right. And so a couple things, there's going to be two new in-game purple mats, uh, the conquest mat, cause we talked about you having to do your conquest goal. Conquest mat will be called strategic resource matrix. Right. That's not confusing. And the operation mat will be called the dark matter catalyst. Well, these are very similar to what 
already are the resources for the conquest. Right. So. And the conquest map can be only be acquired by completing your personal conquest goal, and the operation map can only be acquired by killing bosses in operations. So, makes a lot of sense. The conquest map is used to cra- uh, craft in-game equivalent gear, which we have talked about already. And this gear is initially trainable from your trainer. So you can reverse engineer it to story mode equivalent gear and then gain it again um, and again to get hard hard mode equivalent gear. Yeah, what I like about this is yeah, they're streamlining a ton of the game. Yeah. But what I like is they're also making they're not keeping it as compartmentalized as it usually is. Right. Because it's not okay, you just have the ops people. You just have the you know, PvP people. You just have the you know now, if you want to do certain crafting, you have to go do ops to get the mats right. that you want. If you want to do other crafting, you've got to get the conquest done. So, right. So, so they're and it goes back to the crafting where they're getting getting rid of the greens and making those things that you have to build those to use them to get the, in yeah. the other parts. I hear you. And um, so one other thing, the gear that you make is unmoddable. Uh, and bind unequipped and slightly better gear, uh, slightly better than the gear you found the vendor. So if you're trying to gear up for story mode ops, basically what would happen is you could either go to your basic comms vendor or whatever, get some stuff, or you craft this stuff, which is slightly better. You don't have stuff to put in and out of it, but it's there. Right. Which is nice. It says, unlike previous versions, versions, unlike previous versions, the empty raid shells are not reverse engineerable. So there's that. Okay. We have a launcher update for today. Yes, there's a launcher update. Shortly, there was... So this happened today. Shortly, there was going to be a release, update the launcher. There were some issues with it. So this is what they attempted to put. The update addressed the following. Alert sounds now plays when the play button becomes active. Right. Repair progress is now is non-streaming... Wait. Repair progress in non-streaming mode now depl- displays properly. And random keystrokes can no longer deactivate the play button, which I didn't, I never encountered that. There was a slight, okay, so this was actually a big deal. This actually just happened, I think, today. Uh, many people were missing Congress rewards, which we've talked about. Right. And they were talking about take them down for a month. Like, we gotta figure this out, it's not gonna work. There's a slight update on the rewards deal. Okay. Um, so the dev team, so as of today, okay. Uh, I want to let you know that the dev team has found and corrected the issue affecting Congress rewards. This issue will be resolved next Tuesday when we deploy game update 4.0. That means that you'll be able to play Conquest normally and should receive both your guild and personal rewards as intended. The Conquest event that ends next Tuesday may still be in a broken state, as this is before we have deployed the fix. If that happens, we will work on issuing those rewards at a later date. And there was another post talking about getting the rewards that people missed from the past as well. Right. So they're working it out, and they're working on it sooner rather than later. I'm very That's really good news. Yeah, and I like this because they were saying how certain things were dependent on the conquests, but then the conquest was going to be down for a month. They've solved the issue, so I'm excited. Exactly. All right, man. Um, that's it for wow. Tour. 19 minutes. I know. I called it. I it is now 8.02. Well done, sir. So this was our shortest for... Okay. Well, you're very excited, which is which is good for you. <laughs> I'm happy that you're excited. All right, man. So let's get into... I have a podcast corner this week. Nice. Let's get into podcast corner. Um, We got to work on a bumper for that. Podcast corner. It's podcast corner. Down on the corner with the podcast corner. <laughs> oh, wow. Don't know um, what to do about that. I... Would it hurt your feelings if I don't include that as a bumper? No. Okay, so we're going to move on. Uh, podcast Corner. So, I, des- <laughs> I decided this week 
to highlight two shows that we've both been guests on. Okay. And the reason being is because we were just recently guests again on this other show. Yes. And the other show, which I'll talk about in a minute, um, is celebrating something pretty cool. It's a trap podcast uh, with Red Nun Ordo. It's a trap. Exactly. And we... It was my third time on the show because I did a little mini episode with him. Right. Um, and you and I were both on there very recently. Yeah, this was my first time guessing on the show, but we've had them guests on our show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we plan on having them again very soon. We're actually, we're going to have them on tonight, but um, since we changed some stuff, we decided not to do that. Right. We'll talk more about that later. We had a great time. We did. We talked about Marvel Star Wars number six. Yes. One through six. One through me. six. And the first book. Yeah, the first book. And man, it was, it went some places I didn't think it was going to go. Yeah, we actually went, we went beyond the panel. We went beyond the panel. <laughs> on which, some of it. Which, which is funny that you said that. It is. Um, yeah, and we, we went pretty deep into some areas of it, and we had a really good discussion with those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like their show. I like what they're doing over there. So definitely check them out. There'll be a link in the show notes. It's Trap um, with Redna and Ordo. And um, yeah, it, it was definitely definitely worth a listen. And yes. definitely tune in with them every time they do a show, because they are breaking apart canon. Um in chronological order, which is pretty cool. Very cool. Which I like. And they're doing a good job. They are. They're doing a great job. So thanks for having us on, guys. We'll have you on soon, I promise. I know you're listening, Red. Don't be mad, because we were supposed to be on tonight. It's going to be okay. Cantina Cast. Yes. I want to mention them again. We have been on their show. They've been on our show. Very I want to cool wish them a, 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 a congrats for their 100th episode. Almost two years. And they're doing a great job over there. And just recently, uh, I think it was like episode 97. 97, 96, 97, they were like, they were basically talking about how they've kind of expanded, is not really the right word. They've grown. Right. And they've, they, they're in the top 100 right now of Star Wars podcasts. Nice. Which is, well, I don't know if it's Star Wars podcasts or whatever section of podcasts they are. And uh, congrats to them, man. And definitely check them out if you're not listening to them already. You should be. But they do some great dissections, um, of, of characters. Uh, their last few episodes are really, really good. And, Definitely check them out. Give them a rating on iTunes. Help boost them up a little bit more. Look, I'm just hoping that some of that rubs off on us. I mean, look. Yeah, I, I would I would like it if we were actually in the top 100 of just SWOTOR podcasts. <laughs> look, man. That's sad considering it's not 100 SWOTOR podcasts. But, look, we, <laughs> we try. We do. And we have a really good time. And... We've been lucky to be guests on these people, on these shows and Cantina Cast in particular. They're really good guys yep. and, and hopefully we can hang out with them again soon. And so best of luck. Congrats. 100 episode. We have to send them some. We have to like send them a clip of us saying that. Oh yeah. Because we're a little late. We'll do it. We're a little late. Anyway. Um, so that's my podcast corner this week. And it's a good one. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Listen, folks, sometimes you got to give them a little positive reinforcement. Look, somebody has to. I can't keep dealing with this. It's too much. All right. Uh, let's. Oh, 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 this is a cluster. All right. So let's move on to our Star Wars section. Actually, before we mm. delve into our Star Wars, how about we tell them a little bit about our new format? Okay. Yes. Well, it's not just about that, though. Okay. So before we get to Star Wars. Yes. So. Because the overall format change. Got it. Okay. Not so, just that. So we've decided we're going to shake things up a little bit. For the main catalyst for this is the fact that our last few episodes have run closer to the two-hour mark. And we're trying... We really do try to avoid that. I would like to keep... And for my editing, Sandy, I would like to keep our shows at about an hour, maybe a little more. Mm -hmm. uh, Between an hour and an hour and a half. Now, that said, 
we have been kind of expanding on what we want to cover. Yes. And Marshall's been getting more involved in pop culture. We're finding more comics we want to right. read. And, and so the comics was kind of the catalyst for it this yes. week. So what we've decided to do, and please give us feedback. Let us know if this is going to suck or not. If you're planning on never listening to any, and we'll see the numbers, but it'd be nice to see what we, what happens. Um, and patrons, of course, we're taking you into consideration too. If we're adding, we're going to add another show a week, uh, essentially. Yes. And what we're going to end up doing is on the Monday, we usually release our big, our, sh- our main show on a Friday. Yes. We're going to release another show on that following Monday. Mm-hmm. And that, that show will be one of three things. Yes. One of three things. One of three things. It's going to be, uh, comics. Comics. Which we're calling... Beyond the Panel. We're calling it... These subject to change. But um, we're calling it Beyond the Panel. So you'll see that. So if you see that show up in your feed, you'll be like, what the hell? Um, You'll get your first one this Monday. We're going to talk about Ken number six, Lando number five, Vader number ten, Star Wars number ten, and Shadow Empire number two. It's going to be a very Star Wars... And and three. Sorry. Shadow Empire two and three. So we're going to cover all of that. And now we're hoping to keep those around a half hour or so. Yeah. And it's going to be bite-sized, but at the same time, I'd, I'd rather separate that from the main show, considering how long some of the other stuff has gotten. Yeah, well, we've just, you know, as we discussed when we were talking to uh, to the boys on, on It's a Trap, is Marvel's kind of like, Marvel and Star Wars have kind of just revitalized our love of comics. Right. And so we're trying to expand on that. Um, Chewbacca, too. Chewbacca, yeah, we're going to be talking about Chewbacca next week. But we want to cover more than just Star Wars and and. And Marvel stuff, I mean, because, like, DC put out a great run that's just finishing up called Bombshells, mm. which is cool. I found a new one called Starve. There's, I mean, we want to go beyond what we have just been talking Did about. Did you say you want to go beyond the panel? I do want to go beyond the panel. <laughs> and I'm reading Groot. I'm reading Deadpool comics. I'm reading um, Doctor Strange just came out. Mm-hmm. And I'm... I there's there's I'm, a I'm, whole new wave of Marvel stuff coming out. Howard right. the Duck is coming out. Right. I read uh, Disney stuff, so... And so the the idea behind this is we'll take a chunk and we're going to do this, you know, every couple weeks, every few weeks, and we'll do a big chunky comic section. Right. So that's the idea behind that. And then the other one is going to be... We're going to be doing, uh, you know, my section, Real Reviews, which we basically just talk about films. Right. And we talk about trailers and films. We're going to be breaking that out. Uh, We'll still talk about specific trailers that have to do with news that we're dealing with. For example, we're going to talk about a couple today. Um, but instead of just giving you a big chunk of like six trailers that we think look cool, we're going to bust it out and it'll probably be a good 15, 30 minute episode. But then we can kind of speculate a little bit. If, yeah. if it's something we're really excited about, we can dive into it rather than like, we've been going for two hours. Let's, fin- let's finish this. Right? Exactly. Cause it usually ends up at the end of our show. Right. So we want to give a little bit more due, uh, due effort to that. Um, plus we can spend a little bit more time on some, uh, honest trailers. Oh yeah. And the honest trailers are fun. Uh, so that's the idea there. Yeah. The third one is. What's the third one? It just flew out of my head. TV shows. Oh, we're going to do... Okay, and then so... <laughs> woo, uh, the third one is going to be a TV show-centric section. And so what the idea behind this is, our first one is going to be not this Monday, but the Monday after. And what that's going to be is we're going to focus on the DC Universe a little bit. Yeah, most specifically Arrow, the Arrowverse. Arrowverse. So we're going to do... Arrow, Flash. Vixen. Right. Possibly Constantine. Right. And so that's kind of the idea there. And eventually, you know, we'll uh, probably, I imagine on the next one, hopefully Will is caught up by then. We're going to do uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and some of the Marvel Peggy stuff. Carter. Peggy Carter. We're going to do some of the Marvel TV shows. 
And then um, I would like to eventually get to like Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Um, Basically, we'll be picking kind of we'll be picking multimedia universes that tend to feature mostly TV shows, right? Um, but we'll bring in like, for example, with the Arrowverse, there's some comics involved. You know, with Doctor Who, there's spinoffs like Torchwood involved. You know, so right. so it, it it'll be kind of cool that we'll be able to focus on this stuff, right? And so we're excited about it, and it won't. We that's why we didn't do the drawing this week. We're going to let our patrons settle in. If this is some, if you have suggestions, if you have again, if you there's something you want us to talk about, and and you're very excited about a particular segment, please give us some feedback. Also, um, look, I mean, I I don't want to all of a sudden add another show to our deal, and our patrons be like, oh my god. So I want to give them time to be able to say, okay, yeah, I I'm only in for the four shows a month, and not. Right. The eight, you know, so I, I, you know, granted, we're only talking about a buck or two here. <laughs> right. But again, I want to make sure that all this shakes out okay and we're not ruffling feathers. Yeah, exactly. Plus, another thing that we can do is because we aren't a very specific SWOTOR show. Right. Because we do SWOTOR, we do Star Wars in general. This will give us more leeway in inviting on guests that are specific to certain things. For example, pop culture or comics right. that don't play so tour, so therefore they don't feel beholden to listen to everything. So it, it, we'll right. be able to bring in more specialized guests. And that's a really good point, man. And I would like to get more guests on, and it's hard when it's like, well, you know, and granted, we can record the SWOTOR section separate, but we typically can only get together once a week. Right. Um, so it would be nice to be able to kind of be like, okay, so we can make this other recording time for this person, be, and we don't have to worry about having them sit sit there while we talk about Star Wars World Republic. Right. Um, anything else in the format that you want to... No, I'm really excited about this format, just because it makes us, uh, uh, makes it where we're going to be able to go more in-depth on things that we love. Exactly. All right, so let's get into our Star Wars section, then. Yes. What's that flashing? The loosening of the flicker's field. Both trap yourselves in. I'm going to make a jump to light speed. Um, so Star Wars, dude. Uh, there's a few things in here. Uh, <laughs> did you see this? The top ten comic books? Yeah. I did not. Oh my god, dude. I, I found this article. So top ten comics books for September. And there's a picture of Shattered Empire. Right. Okay. Um, and it makes sense that there's gonna be a lot, but if you take a look at, um, so I've, just let you know, these are sales numbers. This isn't just like somebody picked the top ten. Right. So sales numbers. So, top comic book publishers, so obviously Marvel, DC are at the top, right? Right. IDW is four, that kind of thing, Dark Horse five. So, you can kind of keep going down this, and what I thought was pretty cool is top ten comic books. Right. Okay? Actual titles. <laughs> actual titles. Uh, Journey of the Force Awakens. Right. These are actual issues, not just the title itself. Right. So, Shadow Empire number one. Right. Star Wars number nine. Right. Batman 44. Yep. Deadpool Thanos number one, which I have, I haven't read yet. And Darth Vader 9. Right. Okay. Um, and then Deadpool Thanos is to, on there, number 10. Uh, so how many of the top five are Star Wars comics? Uh, three of the top five. <laughs> Which says something. Yeah. And, and you know what actually kind of surprised me? I'm surprised Kanan didn't make the top 10. I was also surprised about that. And with the success of Rebels, I actually was... That's a good point. I think, actually, I'll probably make the top 10 for, for October. Yeah. Just because you'll have more Rebel bounce. It's a good point. But yeah, I thought this was a pretty cool list. I was kind of surprised a little bit. And we'll have a link in the show notes. There's more to it. More numbers. I'm not a numbers guy. But I just thought it was interesting that three out of the five were Star Wars books. So that was cool. 
This one's yours. What's this? Um, I just saw a, a funny little thing, you know, the, one of the, you know, for the last, what, how long has it been since... Oh, is this the Carrie thing? Yeah. <laughs> so was it 38 years since since A New Hope came out? Right. And there's been this thing when Luke returns from destroying the Death Star, and he's climbing out of the X-Wing, and Leia's running up, and he's she's like, Luke! And she's running, and he yells, Carrie! Lost in the moment, right? Right. Well, he, Mark Hamill came out and officially denied that he ever said Carrie. He said that it is the beginning of a line of, there she... Because it's supposed to be there she is. Oh. And the is is drowned out by the crowd. Interesting. So instead of Carrie, it's there she. Mm. It still sounds like Carrie. It's Carrie, dude. Let's come on. Hamill, we love you, dude. Don't don't you don't need to say stuff like <laughs> okay, this. Okay, it is pretty funny because on this article there was also a link to other flubs, mm. right? And one of them was Days of Thunder, which it's a cheesy Tom Cruise movie, but I like <laughs> it. And there's a scene where Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman, their characters are being introduced to Rowdy Burns, who's another character in the movie, and his wife. Well, to Rowdy Burns' wife. And you and you uh you hear Cole, that's Tom's character, Cole, this is my wife, da 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 and he's like, Hi and she goes, Hi Tom and it's still in the movie. Oh, my God. You know, and like I said, I, I recently taught episode four to my, my students. And I, I always want to point out that moment at the end of the movie. And I have before. But at the same time, it's like, they don't even know who Carrie Fisher is. No. You know, so it's it's just one of those things. And so, I don't know, Mark, if you are if you need to say this. But it's funny that he's trying to explain it away, I think. Yeah. You know? So, what is this? What, what do you got here, dude? Oh, well, Netflix is... This, is, this makes me excited. That's yeah. Why. Okay, well, actually, it isn't what we thought it was. Uh-huh. Netflix is, uh, have released a, a publicity statement today that they're, you know, discussing what's going on for the next quarter? Financial year. Uh, fiscal the, year. Fiscal year. Thank you. For the next fiscal year. And um, for, one, for one thing, they're actually thinking about doing a news program, hmm. which I think would be very cool. Yeah. Um, because it's... Kind of like... Like Daily Show kind of style, or no? I think or like news. like actual news, like geek news, or like no, like news, like like news, NBC, like Netflix nightly news. Interesting. Um, but the cool thing about it is huh. that they could do. Bias an would be. <laughs> I'm joking. Well, hopefully, <laughs> there wouldn't be. One. Uh, but the other thing is, is uh, you know, the, there is already a deal in place that there's a deal with Netflix and Disney because mm-hmm. there's already Netflix and Marvel. Sure. But there's a Disney overall Disney deal coming with Netflix is starting in 2016, but it was never clarified whether Episode 7 Force Awakens was folded into that deal. Mm. So evidently Netflix is bidding for the rights to have Force Awakens join the Netflix uh, stable when the Disney deal begins. So essentially when the movie's released, they would get it on Netflix. Right. That's what they're hoping for. Well, not not when it gets released to theaters, but when it gets released to streaming. But I think the only reason I think Disney, I mean, depending on the price tag attached, of course, but I think the only issue with that would be one of the things that Lucas was always good at was selling DVDs and selling Blu-rays yes. and, and special editions and stuff like that. And and having it just for streaming on Netflix might hinder that a little. But anyway. Right. Um, so a couple of Battlefront things. Yeah, well, we had the Battlefront beta right. last, last weekend. And it was actually extended for a day, which was nice. It was extended for a day. We have a link in the show notes for that. Um, I played off and on throughout. I it was a busy weekend with the G, with the GGC and stuff. And yeah, I was able to play one. I got on for a couple hours yeah. and I played the uh, the survival mode. Yeah, which was kind of cool. And it was on, I like that mode a lot. Yeah, it that was, was on Tatooine, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Um, again, I'm not a first person shooter, so I really need to get the uh, the UI settings and everything. But because it was limited time, I didn't really delve into it. Yeah. Um, but 
because it literally was first person. When you zoomed in, your camera angle zoomed in. It wasn't that you were looking third person at it. Right. Um, because I, I have trouble with that because all of a sudden an ATAT will just be <laughs> hitting me. I'm like, where the hell is it? I don't see it. <laughs> so overall, really quick impressions. I mean, you didn't play I had a lot long. of fun. It, it was, was fun. Uh, the graphics are great. And even though I was playing it on a weak Wi-Fi signal, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the graphics. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I was getting in, a, I had about a 60% headshots. Nice. But it was probably because I was taking too long to shoot them. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, you know, and I'm, I'm a little torn at this moment. I really enjoyed it as well. I didn't get to play as much as I would have liked. I had a lot of stuff going on that weekend. And I still think I'm going to pre-order it. The wife, of course, is like, well, you're just going to buy yet another game before Christmas and people can't buy you a game, that kind of thing. And I was like, well... This one's different because I kind of want to do the pre-order thing. Um, I just, with SWOTOR's update coming and everything else, my fear is that it's going to go the the way of Inquisition or Skyrim, where I I will buy it because I really am into it and I'll play a little bit, but I'm not going to put time into it as much as I would like. So what I kind of want to figure out is if some of the folks that we run in with SWOTOR might... Maybe we can do uh, all jump over and do a wog a, a, a wogs you know a wog run of uh, you know battlefront or something and, and that would entice me a little bit more. It's more fun to play that type of game with people. Yes, um, playing by myself, I'm like, well, I might as well play Swordtour by myself. You know what yeah, I mean? So I, that's uh, kind of how I felt. Yeah, with the release of, of Fallen Empire, I I really don't think I'm going to pre order mm. um, because I I actually don't remember what do you, I mean. Is there any specials that you get? Yeah, you get little bonuses. Yeah, I'm not too stressed about that because um, again, you also for, get to play a little early. I think too. Right. I actually think I'm going to wait till after the first of the year. Yeah. And you know, wait till they get the the early bugs out and everything, and yeah. uh, and because I'm going to be spending all fourth quarter playing Swiftor. Yeah. I'm toying with. That's what I'm saying. I'm a little torn. I might wait. And just let someone buy it for me for Christmas. Right. You know? And then go from there. So, yeah. also, Fallout 4 is coming out. Which I'm very, very much I, more you know, excited actually, about. I played the Fallout game on the I iPhone. I love that series. But I never played the actual game series. It's phenomenal. Like, New Vegas is one of my favorite games. It's well, so fun. It's funny because, you know, I play the Family Guy game on my phone. Yeah. And one of the characters you were able to get from Comic-Con 2014 was uh, Felicia Day. Yeah. And so, you know, she's every day I send her out on her daily mission or whatever, right? <laughs> but, you know, and they say, they record dialogue. And one of the things she says is, this isn't Fallout. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a really good series. And I'm, I'm actually very, I, I want to like, I'm, I'm, I want to dive into what Fallout 4 is going to be a little bit more. Um, I might go more to that than Battlefront just because it's more my, it's an RPG. Right. Although it is a shoot, first person shooter, it's an RPG and it's in an open immersive world. And, and for me, that's more, I kind of fell out of the shooters years ago and it's, it's and nothing against Battlefront and I will probably buy it or have someone buy it for me. Right. But at the same time, I just, with all the other things I'm doing and podcasting and, and, and SWOTOR, like I may just not play it that much. Right. Which I'd like to be able to whenever I want. Cause I love the Star Wars universe right. and I like but that it just makes style, sense. but that's kind of where I'm at right now. But, um, they announced a season pass, which I'm not familiar with in these type of games, but it says electronic arts has released details on the Star Wars battlefront season pass, which is available now for pre-order at a cost of $49. 
EA has also extended the beta to October 13th, which we talked about, which is past. That was yesterday. They've released details on the season pass, which basically extends the game with four expansion packs coming at a later date and filled with new content that will take you to new locations across the galaxy far, far away. And it will secure you two week early access to each expansion pack. So it's kind of like a buy our future game now thing. Right. You're, <laughs> you're just, you're pre-ordering the pre-orders. Exactly. Which seems oxymoronic a little bit, but that's okay. Um, but yeah, I, I, again, Battlefront's great. Yes. Nothing against it, but I'm just not, I don't know if I'm there. Yeah. The last thing is, I posted this on Twitter, but there's a great video of somebody oh, yeah. who was playing the beta. And it was just because, you know, part of the thing that you can do in, in Battlefront is that you can pick up the hero tokens. Mm-hmm. And so you can turn into Vader or Luke. And there's this person who's just totally getting attacked by Luke. And he's, the cool thing is, is Luke is so far in the distance. The guy's got a snipe rifle and he's trying to shoot him, trying to shoot him. But Luke is like slowly coming towards him in the background. Just totally. And he's like, Oh crap, he's a little too close and he starts to run away. And he starts running away and he's backtracking <laughs> to the, the, the cover of an AT-AT, which is behind him. And all of a sudden Luke is going in for the kill <laughs> and the AT-AT just stomps him. I think the best part is Mark Hamill actually tweeted, like, I just saw myself get stomped by an AT-AT. Well done or something yeah, like that. Exactly. It was pretty funny. Yeah. So it was fun. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be a fun time. And I'm, again, I, I'm going to have a lot to do during that Christmas break. Oh, I'm going to go on my grading down, I think, before that. Yeah. I'm just going to game the whole time. Yeah, we are. Game and podcast. On gaming news, Star Wars wise, uh, Force Awakens, um, Infinity 3.0, Disney Infinity. Uh, the new Force Awakens revealed us at, uh, oh, let me actually say words this time. The Force Awakens revealed for Disney Infinity 3.0. And so what this means, is we get to play with Poe and Ray and those guys from from The Force Awakens. Right. Well, they traditionally release three characters, right? Well, it looks like this one is releasing Finn and Ray. Mm-hmm. Um and so that's going to be it for now. Right. And I think that's important. If it's going to come out early, they can't give us more than that, really. Well, exactly. Like they're slowly expanding the roster of characters we're getting to know. Right. And so, of course, once release date happens in about 2 months, um they're going to be able to release more. Yeah. And this is, I mean, you know, I'm, I don't have an X Gen console yet. Um, I would like to actually get this Disney Infinity for my, for my kids and stuff for Christmas. I'm toying with the idea still. Um, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. And one more Disney Infinity news, Marvel Playgrounds playset. There was a trailer for that. And this was actually kind of cool. Battlegrounds are introduced. So basically it says evil forces scheme for world conquest as they pit Marvel's greatest superheroes against each other. It's an all-out brawl in Marvel Marvel Battlegrounds. Battle up to three opponents in the arena with four-person local multiplayer. Customize your game with up to six-round uh, Marvel power discs per match. Select superheroes and villains from your entire collection of Marvel, char- Marvel characters in Disney Infinity. So it's basically just a fight game with the Marvel characters that you have. The best part about this is Disney Infinity is two players. Right. This expands it to four. Nice. Locally, which is cool. So if I just wanted to, if this actually excites me a little bit, because right. if I get it from a kids, I'm like, well, we'll play. You know what I mean? Exactly. So like the four of us could actually play and, and that'd be kind of fun. So anyway. Very cool. So that's it for that, dude. Um, we have one more thing. Star yeah. Wars Rebel starts today. Um, well, it continues today. Continues. Because the pilot episode aired back in June. Right. And episode two aired tonight. Right. Which we didn't watch. Yet. Not yet. But we will. And we'll report back next week. Yes, we will. 
And maybe we'll just add this to our TV thing at some point. Yeah, well, at some point we'll do a round, yeah. Rebels Roundup or something. Yeah, well, we can bring in Rebels and Clone Wars and all that stuff. Yeah, one day we got to do the Clone Wars, dude. Yep. Oh, we still have to do uh, Furious, Fast and the Furious. Yeah, we do. That's a side note. Uh, thanks for listening. I can't imagine any kind of future where I'm a hero. Well, you're not. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. To the usual podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, so here we are. Section three. Yeah, and we are into the rumor mill. Oh, my friend. Why don't you start with the Thor Ragnarok uh, rumors? Um, I you, you actually found most of this. I found a little bit that I'll throw in at the end, so go okay. ahead. So one is that Hulk is rumored for Thor 3. Right, because he is actually not going to be in Civil War. Right. And this might be a little bit more of a non-rumor. I mean, it seems plausible. Yeah, it's it's definitely getting more and more to confirm. Right. And it says regarding Mark Ruffalo, the actor is said to be absolutely part of the supporting cast. Of, of Thor 3. Right. Which we feature prominently as Banner. Um, let's see. According to the report, do we, I mean, that's it, pretty much it. It looks like Hiddleston will be back as Loki. Right. Um, which is interesting because he Well, actually, he's been kind of saying he wasn't. Well, he he's not confirmed for the next Avengers. Mm-hmm. Mm. It kind of would not make sense for him not to be in a Thor movie, though. That's a good point. So there's that. Um, an interesting thing is, is one of the breakout actresses from the Thor universe is... Jamie Alexander, who plays Sif, um, one of Thor's she's Motley a, crew. She's a cool character. She is a very cool character. Um, but Jamie Alexander has been definitely exploding on Blindspot. Oh, yeah. So, uh, But it's cool that she's going to be coming back for Ragnarok. Um, and like I said, she does show up in S.H.I.E.L.D. a couple times. you got to catch up on that. Yeah, so I do need to catch up on S.H.I.E.L.D. But the cool bit of news that just uh, hit today is that it is possible that this could introduce a, fem- a major female character to the universe... Um, and it looks like it could be Brunhilde the Valkyrie. Ooh. Um, which would also mean possibly the introduction of Enchantress, which is her arch nemesis. Cool. Um, but the introduction of the Valkyries just makes sense because it's Thor. But the cool thing is, is because of the now connection that Marvel and Fox are doing with X-Men and Spider-Man and everything, the Valkyries actually have crossover into the X-Men universe as well hmm. through the New Mutants. And there's... Arguably a new mutants movie coming up, so right. we will see how that is impacted. Cool, man. I'm excited. Um, another rumor. Uh the new <laughs> now Iron Fist is rumored to be canceled. Because we talked last week about cancellations and syncing up with stuff. And it says Inhumans so this is a Inhumans cancellation update and Iron Fist rumored to be canceled. Yeah, Inhumans was scheduled to be, I think, the final film of stage of, uh, of, it was supposed to be stage two, wasn't it? No, three. Because it was scheduled for, oh, I think, yeah, 2021 yeah. or something yeah, like yeah. that. Okay. So it was supposed to be, I think, the final film of stage three, whereas uh, stage two was, the, the final film was Ant-Man. But they are thinking about bringing the characters from Inhumans um, and integrate them into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And so they just might utilize those characters in a different way. The thing that I found most interesting is their thing about canceling Iron Fist, mm-hmm. um, which was originally announced as one of the four series that was going to be done on Netflix. That was going to be the Netflix one, right? Right, yeah. with Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Daredevil, and those four would come together to do the Defenders at the end. Well, with the extreme popularity of these series, Daredevil's already getting a season yeah, two. Yeah, Daredevil's There's awesome. great uh, buzz about Jessica Jones. Luke Cage is getting more popular. They might 
just say, okay, we already have too much going on with that. Maybe we just need to cancel out Iron Fist. I wonder if they'll just pull him into the others, you know. It is possible. Sprinkle him out through the others and, and kind of call it a day. I wonder. Yeah, but again, this is all rumor. This is yeah. all stuff that was kind of coming out from uh, inebriated Marvel people at New York Comic Con. So. Yeah, and, you know, and there was a lot of New York Comic Con news that we'll cover in this section, you know, that happened over the weekend. And, you know, it, it is what it is. And yeah, so with this stuff, just take it with a grain of salt. Exactly. Um, all right. What do we have next? Uh, <laughs> this one, I just added this because we have talked a few times about the way superhero suits look. Um, when we got the announcement of, you know, the Batman and, right. and Supergirl and all that. Um, this, the Flash movie costume rumored to look like armor. Yeah. There's <laughs> two things about this. First of all, before we get to the armor, they are not casting the same actor who plays the Flash on TV. Can we talk about that for a minute? Why are they doing it? It's being done by the same people. And I have heard this on other podcasts. Smith and and Mark have talked about it on, on Utility Belt. And all of us are just kind of like, why? Are they afraid to hurt this dude's feelings because maybe they said it when they weren't sure about Flash or something? But for my my whole thing is, the dude, what's the guy's name that's playing Flash right now? Um, Grant Gustafson, is that it? No. Uh, What's the dude's name? Uh, Grant Gustin. Yeah, Grant right, Gustin. Hold on. Yeah, is that the current one? Yeah, he he's phenomenal. He is. He's, he's great. Really good. He sings with the the rest of the cast. He he plays the he is the Flash. He is. It's gonna be really weird, especially. But again, this isn't Marvel. And no, it's not. Marvel the... is so synced everything, everything to down to the last minute detail that like DC's like well. Screw it. Right, let's get this guy instead. And the thing that bugs me about this is that, you know, just like with most, a lot of other comic characters, that there are different incarnations of the alter ego, right? right? So just as with, like, say, the Green Goblin or Captain America, that there are different people in the suit, right? right? Um, there are different people that, have, that are in the Flash. Agreed. But yeah. they're both basing it on the Barry Allen Flash, when they could go on an earlier Flash, or the reverse Flash, or, the, you know, there's so many things that they could do. So they need to go a different direction, or just get the same actor. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, but that, and then the see? armor is, like, it's the Flash. He doesn't have armor. No. Why would you, why would you be super fast and have armor? Exactly. I mean, unless you really want to take real physics into it, to where, like, you might, let's not, we no. shouldn't go there? Okay. Yeah, I, I'm I'm hoping this is really just a rumor that like somebody looked at it. I mean the picture looks armor ish, um, for sure. Right. Um so I don't know. I'm more upset about the fact that they're changing the because, you know, again, when you go from Marvel movie to Marvel movie to T V show to T V show, you know, you have Colson, for example. He's in the Marvel movies, right? Right. And then he's now he's in the T V show. And then you know, you have people that come and go from the TV shows to the movies, and you just don't have example, that. So. <laughs> you don't have, you have the same actors. Right. You, you have just the, have them. You have the cohesion. Yeah. The only thing, the only reason I can think of is because this version of Barry Allen is being introduced in Batman v Superman. Mm. Um, and they have said that there is a firm delineation between the cinematic DC universe and the, the Arrowverse. My question is why? Exactly. Why? It's a built-in synergy. <laughs> why just, why say, we're going to have this different, this different, have it all the same? 
Because somebody, I think it was uh, one of the other, I listened to so many podcasts this week because I've had it off. Uh, one of them, maybe it was Assembly of Geeks, was talking about, they're saying, so when you go to buy merchandise, okay, and it's like, all right, there's two flashes. What the hell? Exactly. Which one am I buying? My kid wants the flash. Which flash does he want? Yep. You know? And that, I thought, was a really interesting way to look at it. Like, it's not a way to sell more. It's a way to confuse your audience. Right. You know, in my opinion. And it's not like it's being explained in story, like in Ant-Man, where right. they are explaining the difference between Hank Pym and Scott Lang as different Ant-Man. Exactly. Um, all right. So, Or even, even that 20th Century Fox did with... Um, with, uh, or not Fox, uh, Sony did with the original Spider-Man series Spider-Man, yeah. with having, um, the Willem Dafoe and the James Franco characters being different goblins. Right. Well, we'll see how it plays out, man. I, I hope the armor thing's not true, but yeah, that's just weird. I really want them to figure out this, this actor thing. It's yeah. annoying. This one I threw in there. It's not really a rumor. It's more of just a video of her talking about. Okay, so, have you seen this video? I have not. This video is pretty funny. Definitely check it out. Uh, I'll put a link in the show notes. It's Ronda Rousey really wants to be, really wants Captain Marvel role. And what's funny about this is you get to see her beating on people and her playing her roles that she's played in other things. Right. And then comes back to her saying, you know, I really want to be, I really want to, I really want to do this, I want to do this, but really what I want is I want to be Captain Marvel. <laughs> And like, when we've, and Smith has talked about it. Various people have like hinted at like, man, she would be a really good Captain Marvel. We just don't know if she can pull off carrying a lead. But that's, and, and that's what she talks about. She was, I really, I'm re- I really want to be considered for a lead role. And what better way to do it than Captain Marvel? So that's kind of where she's at with it. And I, right. I think it's kind of funny. I never really followed her at all. I don't do MMA stuff and all that, you know, the, the right. fighting stuff, but, um, yeah, actually, I don't watch the fighting at all. I know her mostly from Fury 7. Right. And and that's where I think she really picked up popularity was in Fury 7, which I haven't seen yet because right. of our previous conversations. So, anyway, uh, that's where I, uh, that's kind of all I had for Rumor Mill. Uh, you had yeah, one more thing. I had one that came out a couple days ago. It looks like that they are looking at casting Boba Fett for the upcoming anthology film, which is still a few years down the line, but they've got to think about casting now. Right. And they're looking at Michael B. Jordan, which, don't get me wrong, Michael B. Jordan is a good actor. Yep. But he's already portraying the Human Torch, Johnny Storm, in the Fantastic Four, whether they're going to keep going with the reboot or not. I doubt it. Um, but it it does, doesn't really make sense. Right. Because he's supposed to be a clone of Jango Fett. Right. And he and doesn't look anything like And we've already Jango seen Jango Fett. Exactly. And clones, <laughs> as, as we know. Yeah. Look... <laughs> like like like, the, like the person like yes. the original. So yeah, I'm with you, man. Uh, this is a weird rumor, but I'm not. If they want to try to explain something and 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 go with it, that's fine. But I don't know. I'm hoping it's one of those things that's just like clickbait. I hope so because I mean the thing is, is there are so many New Zealander and um, uh, South Pacific actors that could portray this role very well. Yeah, because. Um, Django Fett was portrayed by Ten something. I'm drawing, yeah, what was his name? I'm drawing a blank on his name, but somebody will correct me on it. But sure. he, but he's Maori, right? Yeah. So he's um, from Australia, New Zealand area, and it's you know there's so many actors that can portray that role. Right. I hear Go you. Go for that. Um. Oh, we made a mistake last week. Now I wanted to throw it out this week, and I forgot. Mm, what was it? I was editing. Who made remember? it? And I said, 
It was me? You. It was you. Uh, what was it? I texted you about it. Remember? I said, oh, somebody will correct us because I said the wrong... Oh, maybe it was me. It had to do with Doctor Who. Hold on. I'm almost there. It had to do with Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. Remember I was talking about the rumor that the next Doctor was going to be played by the guy who played Jon Snow? Right, yes. But it really wasn't the guy who played Jon Snow. It was a different character from, right. from Game of Thrones. So, I'm not even going to mess up by trying to say that guy's name right now, but it was not Jon Snow. Right. And by the way, thanks for all the written feedback and telling me how I messed up, people. Yeah, hello. God. Jeez. It's your only job. One job. One job you people have. Okay, moving on. <laughs> all right, now where are uh, Where are we at? Oh, this was... Now, this is one more rumor. The one cool thing about that the guys were talking about from the Cantina cast I thought was fun is they dive into rumors a little bit more, Star right. Wars rumors. And the one thing that they said was they have it on good authority that this Friday we're supposed to get a full-blown Force Awakens trailer. What would they release it on? This is because... I can't remember their reasoning. Was it because of not mocking Jay, but it was like... Yeah, because Mockingjay is not for another few weeks. No, it was... I'm trying to remember why they said that was going to happen. Oh, there is a major movie coming out this Friday. There's something that was happening Friday that were saying that was, it was gonna, it was a, the time to do it would have been this Friday. Anyway, so that was just something that I thought was kind of fun. So, hey, if we get a Force Awakens trailer Friday, that's going to be crazy, right? That would be crazy. Just saying. All right, moving on. But check out their podcast anyway. It's fun. Uh, now we're on to news. News, um, news, Well, news. We'll run through these again really because they're just quick news things that uh, hit today that it looks like uh, they are trying to put Godzilla and Kong together. So we're we're going to be getting a Godzilla versus Kong film in 2020. Sounds amazing. It does. Um, next thing, uh, Fox is, through a couple of different subsidiaries, is actually looking like they're going to be doing a very similar to what ABC and Disney do with Marvel, um, that Fox is developing a couple of X-Men, uh, shows. Oh, kick ass. Uh, FX, which is the station that used to host Archer, the League, and no, stuff. No, it's FXX. FX, FXX. Now, FX is, uh, is, has ordered a pilot for Legion, based oh. on X-Men's Legion, which is cool. The one I'm ex- excited about is the actual Fox network is developing a series based on the X-Men's Hellfire Club. Mm. So, if you don't know the Hellfire Club, this is the, evil aristocracy group that is known by the codenames of the Black Queen, the Black King, the White Queen, the White oh, King. okay. And so you're looking at the Kevin Bacon character from Days of Future Past was the White King Queen, White King <laughs> oh. at the time. Adam right. Frost um, was the White Queen. Um whole bunch of, in, oh, as cool. an interchanging cast of villains, yeah. which is very cool. Um, Magneto was, uh, was, I think, a, a Black King at one point. Oh, really? So there's a, a whole bunch of interchangeable characters that they can totally do with this, which is cool. Um, it looks like, uh, Universal is trying to do a reboot of The Mummy, <laughs> um, which is cool. <laughs> Let I mean, me just I, tell you. Can I just tell you? I love The Mummy movies. So do I. I like Brandon Fraser. so Frazier. much fun. I do. I like Brandon Fraser. And Brandon Frazier's Frazier. hilarious. He is. Like but it him. looks like that they are considering doing either a female or male mummy in this one Ew. and one of the people i think that they are considering is tilda swinton oh okay because they are already doing gender fluid uh casting with tilda swinton as the ancient one in dr strange yeah. that's traditionally a male role yeah um i like her there i haven't read the interview yet but there's a new interview uh, done by e online with neil mcdonough who is the new arrow villain 
Um, oh, I haven't started the new season. Right. Yet. So Neil McDonough is one of those people, you, if you looked at him, you would know exactly. He plays, um, he is part of the Howling Commandos in the oh, Captain America movie. Got it. Okay, cool. Um, but he's the new villain in this season of Arrow. So we'll see how that goes. Nice. Um, like I said, we're, uh, next week we're going to be following up on a, we're going to be doing an Arrow centric show. So we'll, be caught up and we'll read the read the interview and see what's what's up. Yeah, and I think we said we did we say that already in the show. Yes, that I haven't that I haven't started the new season yes. and you're catching up. Okay, yeah, making sure. There was a video that hit online today, or not today, but uh, a couple weeks ago about a Chinese traffic jam. This if you so haven't seen scary. this, I posted a video on YouTube, <laughs> and you're wondering what does this have to do with pop culture? <laughs> but it was just a random like it was a 50 lane wide traffic jam because of a new checkpoint by a toll booth, or whatever. But the first thing I thought of when I saw it was the Doctor Who episode with Tennant called Gridlock. And that is one of, if not my favorite Tennant episodes. If yeah, not well, one of my favorite Doctor Who episodes. Well, it's when they go to New Earth and yeah. they they have an underground motorway where people live their entire lives stuck in traffic. Live and die. And, like, they might move a foot in a couple of years or something. Like, it's like... It's the most mind-blowing episode, I think, of Doctor Who. Yeah, well, Who. it's because the aristocracy on the upper side of the planet yes. keeps them down there. And it's like, and then when you find out, it's like, oh my god. These poor people are down here because they think they're trying to get somewhere, but they're really, like, they're they're just being held there. It yep. was, oh man. It was, it, it was such an awesome episode of, of Doctor I've watched that one a few times. I really like that one. Yeah. Um, but yes, it definitely reminds me of that, because that was... It's a lot of cars, dude. Yes, it was ridiculous. And by the gods, man, the smog. I know, right? I didn't even see. It's like fog. Yeah, it's like fog here. Um, and then the uh, the last bit of news here mm-hmm. you brought in, um, but it's it's couldn't find the link. Yeah, this. we. Uh, yeah, so it'll be in your Twitter thing. Yeah, I'll have to look for it. I couldn't find the link for the show. Notes, Anyways, but... we we discussed a few weeks ago when we were talking about the the changes happening in Disneyland Park, and they're going to be doing the superhero headquarters. Um, and it looks like that they are going to be introducing Spider-Man yep. as, a, as a meet and greet character. So it'll be very cool. That's going to be awesome. So I guess we're, well, we're we, getting we, there. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, this is normally where we talk about real reviews. Like I said, we're going to be actually talking about the real reviews in a few weeks when we break it out. But there's a couple of uh, timely news trailers that we're talking about here. Um, first is a couple that came out of New York City Comic Con. Uh, the new Daredevil Season 2 trailer came out. The new Jessica Jones teaser number 5 came out, which is awesome yeah, because it actually cool. has a voiceover of Tenant, Right. Um, which Speaking is cool. <laughs> uh, there's a new Rebel Season 2 trailer clip. The new Gotham Season 2. Um, all that came out of New York City Comic Con. So we'll have the link in the show notes. Uh, we just wanted to provide these. I mean, I don't want to sit around and talk about them all day, but uh, all shows that we are interested in and want to be watching, so... There they are. Right. Uh, the only kind of like standalone trailer that I'm putting in here is there's a new X-Files, X-Files teaser. Um, but the cool thing about this is it's completely animated. And so if you actually watch the animation in the trailer, there's so many callbacks to the original series. You actually see the host. You see the cigarette smoking man. You see nice. it's so much cool stuff. So check that out. And then earlier we mentioned Honest Trailer. And <laughs> the Honest Trailer this week is for Jurassic World. Uh, you almost we, died. I literally, literally. Not, not, figuratively, not figuratively, literally, I could not catch my breath. I thought I was going to die. I and my like, face funny, turned bright red because I was <laughs> laughing so hard. It, it's one of the funnier ones. I, I, I'm no, I don't always like the honest trailers, like I've said before, but 
This one, this one is special. It's yeah, so you have good. to check out the honest trailers. They're done on YouTube by a channel uh, hosted by Screen Junkies. So check them out. They have a whole bunch of good stuff, um, and they do honest trailers. Right. And I just have a couple things I want to throw out there, and then we'll we'll call it a show, dude. So we have uh, <laughs> so in TV news, uh, Kevin Smith is developing a new comic book interview series, and. This is interesting to me because, so basically it says, following on the heels of comic book men, co- uh, Cosmic Book News has learned at the New York Comic Con that Kevin Smith is developing a second comic book related series, which will focus on interviews with various creators. He already has this in podcast form. Yes. Which I find interesting because that's what Fat Man on Batman was. Um, that's what Smodcast is sometimes. I mean, in a lot of his show formats, he interviews people. I think he should drop this and finally just get HBO off the ground. Exactly. And he says, uh, Cosmic Book News has been told that Kevin Smith is currently pitching a comic book interview series and that he used Chris Claremont in the pitch as an example, uh, which will also be used in the pilot episode. Awesome. And so... If you don't know Chris Chris Claremont, he is the, you know, the incredible voice of X-Men for years and years and years and years and years. And I'm excited about this. I love when Smith interviews people. Um, he's a he's a good interviewer. He really is. And he one of one of the things he's notorious for is giving them amazing intros. <laughs> like if you ever if you ever tune into one of his smodcasts or something, and he's interviewing somebody, he will no joke give a four to five minute intro. Basically, I mean, just praising the person to no. Well, that's I was gonna say that. Uh, praising the person to no end, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, there is somebody there. Yeah. You know, because he's been going on for so long. It's it's pretty cool. You know, when I first saw this news, because it's on uh, the same night as Walking Dead mm-hmm. and Talking Dead, and he always kind of makes fun of the whole Chris Hardwick thing. He does Talking Dead and everything, and and he actually mentioned in, I think it was HBO a couple episodes ago or not, he was talking about how he and his wife watch Walking Dead and Talking yeah. Dead, and he <laughs> wants to stay up and watch Comic Book Man, but his wife, Jennifer Schwalbeck, just says, nope, no, watch it bed. somewhere else. Watch it in your office. <laughs> I'm going to bed. That's uh, messed up. It's so like, it's pretty funny, but his show is called Comic Book Man. So I'm thinking, okay, we have Walking Dead, Talking Dead, Comic Book Man, Talking Man. Yeah. And I'm like, that might be a little bit on the nose. It might be a little on it. Uh, I think it's funny though, man, because it's, it's funny that his wife reacts that way. Cause I, I immediately thought, and she, hopefully she can't hear me, but you know, my wife doesn't listen to our shows no. and, and stuff like that. And, you know, and, and, and it's fine. You know, I'm not upset about it, but at the right. same time, it's like, you know, if I had a TV show and my wife was like, all right, go watch that somewhere else. I'd be like, but, but I'm on the TV. You know, it's like, granted, I have this podcast and nobody listens to, but I'm on the TV. I you know, know, right? I think that might be something else. Uh, anyway, uh, so we also have, we already talked about Flash and Arrow premieres, um, we will be talking about that in a, in a, in a, another show, and I've been reading a lot of Deadpool comics again, I plan on getting a Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. so that's brand new, I'm, I'm curious about that series for some reason, um, so and- check that out, but mostly because he keeps appearing in Deadpool comics, Yes, and I'm very intrigued by that character. Yeah, we talked uh, last week about the, the announcement of Ant-Man, yeah. um, and the, uh, the, it's Ant-Man and the Wasp. But because they're introducing a new character into the into the the phases, release dates shift around. Yeah, and so this is where we're at right now. So because of Ant Man two and and three new Marvel movies announced, uh, we have a whole new list <laughs> uh, of stuff here, and it looks like it's about the same. Uh, we did talk last week about Black Panther being moved up. Yeah, Panther's right? being moved up. Captain Marvel's being pushed back. Right. 
And let's see. And that's going to give way for Ant-Man. And then there's three untitled Marvel movies. Any for ideas what those are going to be? Um, I honestly don't know. Yeah, and at this point, I'm cool with yeah. not knowing. Yeah, seriously. But, I mean, the list is here. We have the link. There's a link in the show notes. You can check it out. But, I mean, you can get this list anywhere. But, yeah. really, we just, it, we're going to get more and more. Yep. And this is going into 2020, you know? Yeah, I mean, what do you think is a long time? It's five years. No, it's not. And they're putting, long. like, 15 movies out? I'm okay with yeah, that. Yeah, that's a lot of movies. All right, and this one I thought was interesting. Considering we play Marvel Puzzle Quest, mm-hmm. I thought this was intriguing enough to bring up on our show under gaming. Right. Um, uh, Marvel Heroes is a thing. That's a that's a show. That's a show. That's a, a video game that actually um, it's an RPG. It's an RPG. It's a it's a top, kind of a top down um, RPG. Um, it's an MMO. Yep. And it's free to play. Yeah, I've tried playing it. I just had a hard time getting into it. I hear you. And I'm thinking about giving it a shot. It's from Gazillion Games, and actually, Stephen Reed, who was the um, community, community manager, manager back in the day for right. Swotor, left and went to work for Marvel uh, Marvel Heroes. The, la- the last time I saw him was he was promoting promoting when this game actually came out, which was a few years ago now. Right. Um, but anyway, um, they're they're changing their game a bit in 2016. It's called Marvel Heroes 2016 announced. And that's going to be, they're going to, the game's getting a whole makeover in December, January, from what it looks like. Um, from what the, look, and after playing Marvel Puzzle Quest and seeing all these pictures and stuff, and the, again, link in the show notes, there, it, it's intriguing enough to try to give it another shot after the reboot. Yeah, it's free to play, so why not give it yeah. a chance? So, and there's a lot of stuff in here in the link, um, uh, of updates to the game and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm not going to read through it all because it's not something we've been following, but, just it something is, to consider. It is something pretty cool, I think. So, so thanks for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks for tuning in to the usual podcast. We welcome all feedback. So, if you have comments or questions, uh, or I can actually say this now, if you have comments or questions or want to read the blogs discussed on the show, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com, email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com, and find us on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, and Sotor Network. I'm at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will is at I am Will Griggs iTunes, Stitch Radio, give us feedback. We love it. Definitely love it. Uh, audibletrial.com slash usual podcast and patreon.com slash usual podcast. Give us a buck Word. or two an episode. Help us out. And, uh, unless you have any, uh, final words, your dying words, um, we can, well, we call the show. He has no words. So, uh, yeah, we'll see y'all next week. I was trying to think of something funny. <laughs> Turns out. Okay, I'm not funny. <laughs> <laughs>